The testicle festival is on hold for the moment, and a woman gives birth in the toilet paper aisle of a Walmart, and there's a religious group who claims they are immune to the coronavirus. These are the weird stories for Monday. This is Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. Let's do some weird stories from around the world. Hi. You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. There are some things that are being canceled because of the virus that we just can't live with. One of them is the Testicle Festival. Yes, this is the Deerfield Testicle Festival. And word on the streets is this Testicle Festival is going to have to be put on hold. One of Lenawee County's biggest and most popular seasonal festivals of the year has taken a hit due to the pandemic. Uh, the Deerfield American Legion hosted testicle festival will not take place as planned as limitations upon the number of people together in one setting have been set by the state of Michigan in response to combating COVID-19. The testicle festival has been moved to the date of Saturday, May 9th, for those of you who are keeping score at home and who have uh, clear intentions on attending the, the testicle festival <laughs> It's going to take place at the Legion Hall on River Street, as you probably already know, because you're into testicle festivals and you've, uh, you have it on your calendar. The festival, which is held one day of the year, is generally assigned to the start of the spring season. You know, it's like uh, some guy, he, he bends over and it's, can we see his testicles? And we know if there's going to be any more days of spring or not. It's like uh, Punxsutawney Phil, but it's uh, it's hairy balls instead of a... Like hairy groundhog. <laughs> I'm making this up. I have no idea. I still don't know what the testicle festival is. <laughs> I'm halfway through the article. The festival is held one day of the year to start the start of the spring. It it draws more than 2,000 people to the Deerfield community each year. And it, it's, by the way, it's the Legion's biggest fundraiser. Wow, people shelling out money for testicle festivals. People come from all over the state, all over the country to take part in the festival said Nick Pulver of the Deerfield American Legion. Yep, we have people who travel 300 or 400 miles just for this one-day testicle festival. Funds raised from the festival, whether that be through sales of sliced and deep-fried cattle testicles. What the heck? That just jumped up on me. I wasn't ready for that. Did you say sliced and deep-fried cattle testicles? And chicken gizzards? These sales bring in the most funds of the year at this particular Legion. The funds raised from the festival have allowed the members of the Legion to continually make building improvements to the hall and its facilities. Uh, they even built one structure that's in the shape of a giant testicle. Uh, they figured that's a proper way to spend the, the money from the testicle festival. <laughs> it's a testicle building. Now I'm making that up. It's not true at all. Not true. Deep fried cattle testicles. Okay. Here's another quote. This festival alone operates the American Legion for the year, believe it or not. It is sad to see the testicle festival pushed back so far. So many people look forward to coming to Deerfield during this time of the year. But this decision has, was made with the best intentions. I think we made the best choice to delay the testicle festival. <laughs> the testicle festival is nearing close to its 20th anniversary. Wow. Some, you imagine some people have gone 20 years straight to the testicle festival. Is a very committed person. They're committed to just one set of balls. This year will be the festival's 19th anniversary. 
Even though it is the 19th annual festival, the celebration of eating deep-fried testicles began in Deerfield nearly 50 years ago. It started with the slaughter in the slaughterhouses, with the farmers and all that. The Deerfield Tavern began serving deep-fried testicles and gizzards dinner to the public. Uh, when the tavern eventually closed its doors, the Deerfield Legion picked up the hot-ticket menu item, that is cattle balls, began hosting the festival. The rest, as you could say, is history. We wanted to see if we could make it happen, you know. We just picked up the menu, you know, with the testicles, and we ran with it. That's what we did. <laughs> During the Legion's first-ever testicle festival, anywhere from 600 to 800 people visited Deerfield. The following year, 1,400 people attended the festival. At times, the testicle festival has reached an attendance of more than 2,500 individuals. It is not known if the changing of the festival's date will make an impact at this time, but the person in charge of the festivals feels that it will in some ways. Since we have people planning to come to Deerfield during this weekend in March, I do expect a change of date to affect the crowds. Yeah, also the virus will affect the crowds. I mean, you can't expect people to come to any festivals right now or any and even in May. I'm I'm going to be if I survive till May, I'm going to be a little wary about crowds. I'm not going to be going to any music festivals, comedy festivals and uh testicle festivals nor breast festivals. Breastivals? You heard of that one? I guess this is a great opportunity for me to tell you that I, I haven't, I've never eaten cattle testicles. Uh, they call them, uh, what, don't they call them like Rocky Mountain oysters or something like that? Uh, I ate turtle soup. I did in Singapore, and I uploaded a video of that on the Patreon. You can check that out. Yeah, I, I will eat weird things. I haven't had the testicles. I had cod sperm when I was in Asia as well. I would try the testicles. I would try them. I'm sure there's a nice, lovely ranch dipping sauce or something that make make the testicles palatable. I don't know. A woman gives birth in the toilet paper aisle of a Walmart. Springfield, Missouri. Amid the empty shelves and store closures, a Springfield Walmart had its own commotion going on this week. A baby was born in the, in the toilet paper aisle of the Walmart. One Walmart customer didn't have a chance to get any of those groceries she came for, but she left with something much more special, a baby. Yes, she was very displeased that they were all out of toilet paper and paper towels. Uh, She could have used those during the birthing process. Uh, Luckily, though, there were people on hand to help her out. Here's a quote from a store manager named Jessica. We were like, oh my gosh, is this actually going to happen? Jessica said the woman warned store associates that her last child came in just 30 minutes. When the woman's water broke in the toilet paper aisle, she was prepared to go into labor right then and there. We were like, what We were like, like, what do we do now? Uh, like another lady comes around the corner and she says, I'm a labor nurse. Can I help? And we said, yes, yes, please, please help. She had gloves in her pocket. She was totally ready. That was more quotes from the store manager, Jessica, who I have no idea if she sounds like that. Jessica said she grabbed a sheet because they were all out of toilet paper and paper towels, I'd imagine. She grabbed a sheet, blocked the aisle to give the woman as much privacy as possible. Ooh, she hung it up like a door. She wasn't, gonna, she wasn't using it to clean up an aisle, in toilet paper aisle. She, she held it up. Crowd control. I'm not like the best with blood, so that was my job. Holding the sheet and crowd control, making sure that nobody invaded what privacy the poor lady still had. Springfield Fighter, Springfield firefighters rushed into the store and helped deliver the baby girl as well. 
Jessica had this to say about the fire department. They're the typical fire department that shops in our store, actually, so they were pretty proud of themselves. Jessica said the entire process took about 45 minutes, and customers were cheering for the woman the whole time. Yes, yes. They took her out on the gurney. They were, they were customers, of course, gathered. She kind of raised her hand. Everyone clapped for her. That's how it went down. The Walmart birth was the touch of happiness that Jessica said everybody needed at that store. You know, like a feel-good moment. Everybody's going through so much, and with a baby, it's like everything comes full circle, you know? Yeah, like everybody's everybody arrives. I'm sure people are just pleased. They arrive to the toilet paper aisle expecting to get some toilet paper, and they're informed, not only are we out of toilet paper, but now you're going to be subjected to watching a woman giving birth right here on the floor, so... Have a nice day, sir. Jessica said she did not She did touch base with the woman the day after she gave birth. Uh, she said both the mother and the baby are doing well. <laughs> Walmart is Walmart is the most wackiest place in all of America. I have to say, all the crap that goes down in, in a Walmart, like it just blows my mind, man. Like if you, uh, you know, you don't know what you're going to see in a Walmart. You have no idea. People are going to be, people rub their genitals on the fruits and vegetables. And uh, what did I, I had a story of a woman playing with a vibrator in the middle of the Walmart. Um, you know, and then this lady's giving birth. This just, this is madness going around. Remember that story about the woman in the, uh, she was driving around in a golf cart drinking wine out of a Pringles can. And, or it was one of those Walmart carts. In the parking lot doing donuts. Like, ah, it's just Walmart's insane. Insane. But, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful because it, it occasionally pops up into my feed and it gives me a little weird story that I could share with you. Thank, thank you, Walmart. Thank you for being the most degenerate store in existence for all time. <laughs> a religious group claims they are immune to coronavirus. Followers of a spiritual group who believe their leader is the embodiment of Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. They are flouting the ban on social gatherings after believing God has made them immune from coronavirus. About 40 members of the divine pineal gland. (laughs) Come on. Is this what you're called? The divine pineal gland activations religious movement? (laughs) Come on. Do you guys know about the pineal gland? Is everybody aware of what this thing is? A lot of like new age people believe that the pineal gland secretes uh, DMT, which is a, a very powerful hallucinogenic chemical. Uh, people also believe it's the, your third eye and it plays a role in various, I don't know, chakras and all this and that. The pineal gland, there's no scientific evidence of any of this. Um, <laughs> the pineal gland activations religious movement. They have flown from around the world for... They're flying around the world for an 11-day talk. Is that what they're doing? They're like, we're, we're immune to this stuff. We're going around the world. Yeah, good idea. Go around the world with the virus. Let me tell you something. I was just around the world. It's not a place you want to be <laughs> during a virus. It's just not. It's frightening as hell. And by the way, I hate to break the news to you, uh, pineal gland group, but you're not going to be allowed to fly around the world because the, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, I don't know, borders that are blocked right now. Okay, you can't just go into Singapore. You can't just go where you want to go. I believe you're not even allowed to leave the states to go into Mexico unless you have official business. And I don't think your pineal gland uh, organization constitutes any sort of official business that would be sanctioned by the U.S. government whatsoever. (laughs) 
These people are meeting at the Best Western Bell Hotel in Dryfield, East Yorks, to hear their leader, Susanna Emanuel, who claims to be the embodiment of Jesus. How do you join a group where the, the person says they're, the leader says they're in the embodiment of Jesus? I mean, that right there has got to raise some eyebrows or two, right? I'd imagine. I mean, okay, I could be down for the pineal gland, all right? If you, I don't know. If you, if you took some time with me and taught me how to meditate correctly and, and work my chakras, and I, let's say I, for a moment I felt my third eye open, as they say, all right? I felt extremely enlightened. I was like the Buddha under the Bodhi tree, or however you want to wrap the, the whole enlightenment, uh, you know, uh, actualization, uh, but then if the person that's leading me through this is claims that they're the embodiment of Jesus, it's just like you, you lost me there, man. You're going to lose me, okay? Just say you're a shaman or something and, and that your, your name is Ingot, uh, I don't know, or Javelin or some other shamanic name. <laughs> she claims, Susanna claims she's the embodiment of Jesus. Her followers have flown from countries including Australia, New Zealand, and Holland. But when one bystander voiced concerns about how this flouts government guidance regarding social distancing and could fuel the spread of the virus, she was told they can't catch the deadly virus because they're protected from God. You mean protected by God? Uh, yeah. One follower, one follower said they were immune. They said they were taken. They are taken out of the world's energy fields, and so that they can't catch the, the coronavirus because they've been removed from the energy fields. Huh. What's going on here? This article is a first-person response to someone who tried to join the group, it looks like. This person says, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. It's clearly posing huge danger to the public and is totally irresponsible. Well, I hope you didn't join the group. Uh, the group's Facebook group. The group's Facebook group. It actually says that. The group's Facebook group reads, Your pineal glands will be reactivated, your karma neutral, neutralized, and your DNA will heal to greater love frequencies, which will enable you to ascend to higher dimensions after this lifetime. It also promises to teach meditation techniques to grow a deeper relationship with your angels. Oh, yeah, you guys know you want to meditate and grow deeper relationships with all your angels. I hang out with my angels all the time, and we just don't seem to get along, all right? My angels are like, whoa, you smoke way too much ganja. And I'm like, just chill, angels. I'm trying to fly and get high like you, all right? Not all of us are born with wings, you lucky bastards. Susanna, the leader of this pineal group, claims she lived the lifetime of Jesus 2,000 years ago. Yeah, you know, these people that have life regressions and whatever the, whatever you call it, these people claim that they're reincarnated. They're always like, they're always touting some famous person. I was Jesus. I was Mother Teresa. You never hear him say like, I was Jack the Cobbler. <laughs> they never say they were a regular human being. How come everybody that claims they were reincarnated is like, I was Cleopatra. I was John Adams. They were never some regular old Joe Schmo. I delivered uh, mud pies in medieval Europe. I was a nobody. I was a slave. No one says any of these things. They're always claiming to be famous people from the past. Yeah, like this woman claiming she was Jesus. Best Western Hotels and Susanna Emanuel have been contacted for comment. So the Best Western is hosting these things? Um. Yeah, I think the Best Western should should detach itself from this squirrely pineal gland or organization is what I think for sure. Hey, maybe some of you guys are like some weird pineal gland activators or something. Um, 
maybe that's one of your hobbies. Please call the show. I'd love to. I'd love to learn more about the pineal gland activities. Uh, I hope that your guru doesn't claim to be Jesus Christ or uh, Muhammad or anything like that. Uh, call the show six four six four five zero twenty twelve. Wow, this is a weird one. Yay! Hello, my dear friends and fellow weirdos. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Weird AF News. I hope you had a nice weekend as well. I hope you spent it safely, quietly, with loved ones. And I hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday stories. As always, I appreciate anyone who sent me Florida Friday articles. That's always very, very helpful. You can always do so at funnyjones at gmail.com. Also, giving some shout-outs at the end of this podcast because a lot of people have been reaching out to me. So I want to give a shout out to Finn and Will, uh, who listen to my show every day. Uh, Will, Finn wrote me an email, says, Will listens to my show every day. He has been listening to Weird AF News longer than I have. Uh, so if you could give a, a shout out to him, it would really make him happy. Also, Jonesy, I actually have a Weird News article for you. And then he put a link there. I, I love it. Hey, give me a shout out. We love you. Here's a link to an article. It's give and take. You know what I'm saying, guys? <laughs> it's give and take. Uh, also, speaking of give and take, a lot of giving going on. Uh, new patrons that I got. I want to give some shout-outs to some new patrons like uh, Luker Bear, who joined the Patreon over the weekend, and that made me extremely happy. Big, big shout-out to Luker Bear. I don't know who that is, but it sounds like somebody I could spend the apocalypse with. Uh, <laughs> also, Amy, who was previously was a, a Patreon at a – um, at the first level, I believe, like a low level tier, but then she upped her her uh, donation to a higher tier. And so I wanted to show Amy some love and she's fantastic. Her and I speak quite a bit on Instagram. Um, also, Samantha Hurtow, or Herto uh, joined the Patreon as well. So big shout out and love to Sam, who I've, I've been conversing with for a while now. And I appreciate you joining the Patreon, Sam. Thank you so much. It makes me so pleased to see these new patrons over the weekend. Also, Thumbly joined the Patreon as well. Uh, so big shout out to Thumbly. Uh, I'm trying to get this person's real name to figure out who this is. But uh, regardless, a, a lot of love here uh, to my patrons, the new ones especially for joining. So big big ups to Thumbly as well. Did I just say big ups? What am I, in college? Um, oh, also other shout-outs. These people are on the uh, the Instagram here. So let me get organized. Uh, here we go. David Perry wrote me a nice note. Uh, hey, bro, I just wanted to say I truly appreciate you bringing us an episode every day and even offering to bring us episodes on the weekend because of the coronavirus fiasco going on. That's real dedication. Be safe, Jonesy. Uh, thank you. Thank you, David Perry. Also, Maria Nisi wrote me on Instagram uh, says her and her family listen to Weird AF News on Alexa uh, when we shower and get ready in the mornings, uh, her fiancé and her son. So big shout out to Maria and her husband, Paul, or her, her fiancé, Paul, who she says is, a, is an even bigger fan, and he needs his Weird AF News content to kickstart his mornings. So big love. Shout out to Maria and Paul and the family. Uh, also, Candy from South Carolina wrote, I'm sure you get a million messages a day, Jonesy, but thought I'd try to get one through. You're the first on my wake-up podcast list when my alarm goes off in the morning. Thank you for being you and bringing something different to the podcast universe. Much love. Much love to you, Candy, from South Carolina. Also, Bree wrote me. Bree wrote a nice long message. I wanted to stop by and 
and uh, say hello. And finally, after listening to Weird AF News on my Alexa every morning for the last maybe five months now, I decided to follow you on Instagram. I can now put the name to the face, and it seems I have been missing out because you're quite handsome. Ooh, thank you, Bree, for calling me handsome. Uh, it's nice to feel handsome during the apocalypse. She says, I appreciate what you do, Jonesy, brightening up our days, bringing joy to our lives, especially when waking up is hard to do. Hard to do. Uh, you seem to make it a little easier to get out of bed with a smile on my face. I know you've said before that it would be weird for people to wake up to your voice over Alexa, but honestly, there's no other voice I would rather wake up to. Hope you're doing well. Glad you made it back from your trip healthy. I told a few people how worried I was about you being over there, even though they really aren't familiar with you. <laughs> Trying to spread the love, though. Uh, thank you so much. I love it when you, uh, pe- when you guys tell strangers about me. You know... I got to talk to you about something. Yeah, I'm really worried about Jonesy. They're like, who? Jonesy. You know, I'm really worried that the, he's going he's gonna to die and there'll be no podcast. <laughs> who are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man, hilarious. Yeah, spread weird AF news. Tell people who I am. I mean, if it makes you feel good, it makes me feel good for sure. Oh, okay, so also Krista, who reached out to me. She's, uh, she lives in St. John's, Newfoundland. Uh, I don't have a lot of Newfoundland, Newfoundland, Newfoundlander. Is that how you say it? Newfoundlander fans? She, said, she says, been listening for months since she got her Google Home. I listen to you every morning, Jonesy, when I tell it good mornings. It plays weird AF news after the weather while I do yoga. Deadly way to start my day, so thank you kindly. I'd do a curtsy now if this were real life. Ha, ha, ha. Krista is hilarious. Are Newfoundlanders this funny? All of you? I love it. I need to go there. Also, Jasmine wrote, Hey, Jonesy, we listen every day. I'm in Denver, but from Florida, and love Florida Fridays. I emailed you a video last summer of a dude doing some kind of weird shit on the beach. <laughs> I've been loving all your Asian travel photos. My husband and I traveled around Japan a couple years ago. I remember thinking as soon as I got back to America that it was so loud, filthy, and everyone was probably carrying a gun. (laughs) Yes, Jasmine. Those are the things that I thought when I got back to the United States. Also, big shout out to Michael Anthony. He wrote, dude, uh, Jonesy, love your podcast, man. I listen every morning on my way to work in sunny San Diego. I grew up near Boston, so definitely dig your East Coast roots, West Coast vibes. I always look forward to, oh, it's East Coast roots slash West Coast vibes. I always look forward to Florida Fridays and the cast of characters that leave you messages. I was just in Japan for my first time, and got to say, if you're looking for a weird time, you, you went to the right place. Check out the Robot Restaurant or any maid cafe in Tokyo if you have time. Enjoy your trip. Stay safe. Uh, stay safe from the coronavirus. Shit is cray. That was a, did I already read this one? I might have already read this guy on here. Um, if not, oh, you get two shout-outs, Michael Anthony, because Jonesy's getting old and can't remember shit. <laughs> hey. Anyways, I want to thank everybody who reached out to me. This is a really long outro because I had so many people reach out to me. But I'm, I'm such a lucky person to have uh, this many fans of Weird AF News, so i got to show the love. Uh, lastly, if you haven't seen the Patreon, check it out, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. I just uploaded another video of me eating turtle soup, uh, and I'm about to post an article on uh, about uh, end-of-the-world theories, because <laughs> why not? <laughs> check out patreon.com slash weirdafnews. You can always reach out to me on Instagram, at funnyjones, on Twitter, at funnyjones, and on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. you got the phone number. you got the email. Hit me up. 